0: episode of Vantage Point Podcast and just want to welcome everybody back for another week. And if this is your first time listening, whether you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or iHeartRadio, I want to welcome back. Hope you've had a productive week. It's Friday. Um, Hopefully that week was filled with purpose, promise, and productivity. Hope it was a great week. You were blessed. You were blessing to somebody else. And just want to appreciate and thank you all for just ending your week with me and, and my podcast. And we're going to jump right into this new series that we're doing. But first I wanna just throw out a reminder that our series that we just finished America Divided is still available on all listening platforms. So I would definitely love and appreciate if you go out and follow back up with that, catch up with that one. Um, but like I said, today we're gonna do a new series, brand new series um, called Father Figures. And the first question I, I I wanna just get off the table is why, why a series on fatherhood? And so really the last, year or two and even probably longer than that god has just really given me a lot of insights um, on parenting and more specifically about being a father being a dad and so this series is has actually been on my heart for a while and so you know we're going to take a moment we're going to look at some biblical examples of fathers we're going to focus on their story and what lessons we can take away from them Uh, we're actually going to talk about actual fathers so this series will be a bit of a blend so it'll be some teaching by me but we're also going to have some uh, group discussion or even individual guests that are going to come on some good friends of mine who are um at different stages of fatherhood and so it'll be awesome just to get perspective and i just really hope that all these biblical examples and really us digging into uh what god has for us as, as fathers and as dads um at whatever stage we'll end will be definitely a blessing um for us. And then I also want to remind, before we jump into it, um, if you go to my Instagram page, I am Nick Ruffin, um, or our, um, or the podcast, uh, Instagram, this is vantage point. Uh, There's a link in the bio, it's actually a survey that I found online that um, just has different questions uh, about fatherhood, Um, men or women can take the survey. Um, women, it'll be more of a perspective of your own father and just advice you would give uh, men from a, from a motherly or female perspective on fathers. Um, and then for the guys, it's going to be uh, really a little bit more in depth on your experiences with your own father. It's all anonymous, but it just helps me um, get a better idea and better understanding of where everyone is as fathers as we dig into this series. There's also a question at the end. If you want to be a guest on here, you can definitely drop your email and then I will contact you and uh, we'll see what we can do with that. So I definitely want to uh, jump into this first week and and I really could have went a lot of different ways with the beginning of this series. And so I wanted to really um, start off with um, just some, I, I would say more factual things and then just kind of get some statistics when it comes to being a father. And so I know, again, I just kind of a backstory for me, I am a father of six, Um, my oldest is 19, my youngest is 15. Um, And so I have been a father since the young age of 19. And so there was a lot that I definitely did not know, um, even still learning uh, to be an adult myself, um, stepping into fatherhood. And and for me, and and I know a lot of other, uh, dads that are listening to this it, it it's just outright scary sometimes and thinking back like um, you know we're responsible for another life we're responsible for someone um, who we help birth into this world and so it, it it is a can be a scary task also can be rewarding and fun and so we're gonna like go into all of that um, but I wanted to just throw out these 10 statistics that I found out uh, just studying for this and preparing for this message of about fatherhood and so the first one, the average age of fathers in the US is 27, which I thought was very interesting. Because, um, you know, there's always the question of when's a good time. When's it when's the right age. Um, just to give you some context that average age in the US is 27 In other countries. It's a little higher. Uh, I think the highest one I saw was in Asia. I believe in that region, uh, the, the average age was 36 Uh, So just very interesting there. Um, More than 25% or roughly 121 million men in the US are biological fathers to at least one child, 18 years or younger. Uh, 6% of uh, men, which is about 1.8 million are solo fathers, meaning they're taking care of their children and are not married or living with a partner. Now I did find out this also could mean, um, not that they're necessarily single fathers, but it could be a situation where the, the wife is um, in the military, for instance, and she is deployed. Uh, so that would be kind of that solo father in that space as far as the, the majority of the care of the child. Um, <clears throat> 20%, though, which is about 7 million men are absent dads um, of all their children. Um, you know, that, that stuck out to me. And, and, you know, unfortunately, it's not a surprise that that number is higher. Um, but I think, you know, when you think about um, the different things, and, and there's a lot of different reasons, a lot of different circumstances, situations um, that I feel that, that men, um, for whatever reason, um don't accept that um mantle of fatherhood, don't accept the responsibility. And so we're gonna we're gonna get into that a little bit too, I'm sure. And so just to, just for the um just some good focus here um as we shift to that, but just just want to throw this out there too for you. Um, 90% of dads say being a parent is their greatest joy. 85% of dads saying being a father is the best job in the world. Uh, 73% of dads say they live or their lives began when they became a dad, which I thought that was really awesome. Um, and then 62% of dads, which I really am, was, was excited to hear this one, 60%, 62% of dads want more information on how to be a better parent. And I really am hopeful that this series and this these episodes that we're going to do and these interviews that we're going to do are, can be some of that information can be some of that fuel to help dads um in their day-to-day with their children whether they're just being born or you've been a dad for 30 years i mean there's always learning there's always things to um be able to grab on to become a better dad so i'm really excited um to see where this series goes um another interesting couple two more Fifty four percent of dads um say i love you more to their children than their parents did which i thought again another interesting statistic there and then 57 percent of dads say fatherhood is important to their identity which is such a um, big thing that i know i'm learning as i've gotten older and and children have gotten older that you really become that that is really your identity of, of what your children see you as what other people see you as and it's really interesting as we dig into this first episode of of why that's important, and so you know, I mentioned a survey earlier, but I also found this um, article where uh, we where um, thirty that thirty men were interviewed, and they all shared um, their fears um, about being a dad, about being a father. Doesn't necessarily say they are yet, um, but definitely um, things to call out and and understand that you know these are actual men and their in their statements um, about why. Um, what what their fears are about becoming a dad. One uh, gentleman says, I won't measure up to my father, which I thought was very interesting. And, and I'll share a little bit about why I can't relate to that one. Um, a little later on here in my personal thoughts about kind of this this concept of fatherhood. Um, another another uh, statement was, I won't know how to um, love unconditionally, which again is another um, very interesting um, topic to really, um, talk about when it comes to fatherhood. Um, another one is I won't be able to cope with the stress of parenting and for anybody that's a parent out there, mom, dad, that is stressful at any age, at any period. There, there's always a level of stress that comes with that. So that's definitely an understandable concern and fear. Um, we talked about being responsible for another person's life. Um, again, you know, you spend a good chunk of your, you know, coming an adult. And if you think about it, that average age of 27, you know that 18 to 26 you're kind of learning to be you know take care of yourself and so now you're responsible potentially for someone else um which is um very interesting um you know kind of very interesting to step into that role of now i'm i'm in charge of someone else's life um kind of adding on to that one just a little more specific from a father perspective is i, I won't know how to relate to my daughter which um, I, I can say personally is, is, is a challenge uh, for me at any age. Um, you know, it, it shifts as you get older, as they get older, but definitely there's always that, how can I relate to my daughter versus my son? And how do I, how do I meet their needs um, adequately as a dad? Um, this one really got me because uh, it really um, calls out some very specifics that I, I think a lot of men don't always bring up, but I'm sure it, it's somewhere in there at some point. But my children will see me as I've seen myself inadequate and flawed, and I, again, I found that so interesting because you know there, there's a there's a humility in that statement, but there's also this fear that they'll see me less than this larger than life figure. And so there, you know, there's really just kind of a dichotomy with that statement there. Um, and then the one that's kind of really with me, of you know, um, being a black man is this one says, I as a black man in my 20s, I'm um, fearful society will view me as a poor example of a good father because of other black men and what they've done. Um, we, which again, I, I think, again, just another level and I and I so um, just in in with reading through these um, fears that, you know what, it doesn't matter, white, black, um, there's all fears that that we have in terms of being a father, but then there are some very specific fears um, that come based on race that we, that have to be addressed, that have to be, you know, kind of talked about and, and, and be made aware of. And so, you know, I mentioned earlier that my um, personal um, experience or personal thoughts on being a dad. You know, I became a dad at 19. Um, my firstborn was my daughter, Shalaya. And believe it or not, she is 18 now, just turned 18 in April. Um, and I can tell you that, you know, n- not only learning how to be a dad to a daughter, uh, I was learning how to be an adult. I was learning how to understand myself. And, and the truth of the matter is, I, I didn't have much of an understanding on who I was. Um, let alone learning um, how to be what she needed. Um, And I didn't always make the right choices. I didn't always do the right things. Um, And a lot of that relationship suffered potentially. And so um, there's definitely, there, there's things that that I know I dealt with. And, and, you know, first thing you think of is, well, what's your relationship with your father? And, and really, um, I talked about that first, like, you know, I, I'm afraid I won't live up to my father. And, and I'll be quite honest, that was not a fear of mine because I grew up wanting to be nothing like my father. I, I we, we don't have a relationship, um, very strained, very stressful, very intense relationship for, for reasons. And we're, we're gonna go into that. I go into a lot of that. Um, in this series too, of of just me being honest from a father's perspective, from a son's perspective. um, There was definitely, um, the the view of my eyes was he was the worst um, example of, of being a father. And so I, in my mind, it was simple, like, man, if I could just be a fraction better than him, then I don't have to worry about being him. Um, but the truth of the matter is I I was, um, I was scared uh, about being a dad. I, I really didn't have anybody to ask. And, and really for, for a lot of men, you know, when you think about, do we have someone to ask how to be a dad, do we have someone that we can jump right into? And, and I'll say, add to that a good example, a Godly example. Um, because that wasn't always the case for me. And I know for many men listening, that's not the case for them either. Um, but it, it's so important to, um, you know, understand that, that, that mantle of fatherhood, that it's um, something that, that can be a daunting task if we're not equipped right. And I, I would even say, go as far as to say that um, being a father scared me more than being a husband scared me. Um, because it was a lot more responsibility, a lot more um, care and compassion. I had to learn um, things that I wasn't readily um, equipped to do. I had to learn how to show compassion. I had to learn how to, um, you know, have that love and, 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 and um, grace for for my kids and I, and and in all honesty, I I didn't always have that. I I was very short tempered. I was very, I was very um, impatient a lot of the times. A lot mainly because I was that way with myself. So um, you know, and not having too much patience around me, and so all of these things build and and get instilled in us. And I know in me, and and that came out in my fatherhood um but i i love the way that that god is prepping the series i love the way that he's going with it and i really feel like this is going to um be a blessing to people it's going to show them um and show so show, show them show men specifically that you know what a it's okay to talk about these things b it's okay to ask for help and three it's okay to say you don't know because i think sometimes we try to um be this example of a father that we are just not equipped to do until we get the right information in our hand and so um just a couple of um, quotes on fatherhood and then we're going to really get into this a little bit more but this one that i got is uh, fatherhood is the greatest thing that could happen you can't explain it until it happens it's like telling someone when water falls what water feels like before they've ever swam in it and you know, I couldn't explain to you um, what fatherhood was before I became a dad. I I couldn't explain that to you. Um, And for me, I definitely couldn't explain it because I didn't have an example. I could explain motherhood to you because I had a mother, I experienced a mother, Um, but I can only give you that definition from a son's perspective. Um, But when you become a dad, when you become a father, like it really, um, you're able to explain that. And, and sometimes in, 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 really it's, it's, it's somewhat unexplainable because it's just, it's an experience. It's an honor. It's a, it's a, it's a way of life that when you, when you see that child for the first time, like your, your whole perspective on a lot of things change. Um, one of the, um, other quotes that I have is it says a good father is one of the most unsung, unpraised, unnoticed, and yet one of the most valuable assets in our society. And I really like that quote because it it really just stuck out to me that I know sometimes you know we we joke around like Mother's Day versus Father's Day and there's all this pomp and circumstance with Mother's Day and rightfully so because mothers are awesome we wouldn't be here without them but you know Father's Day sometimes gets that second fiddle um, or anything like that for some for some men but I, I you know there's always honor that um is, that comes with being a father there, there's a certain level and certain sacrifice and things that come with that title and so you know really there's there's so much that we could talk about to kick this series off around um fatherhood but you know with everything we've touched on that you know one of the one of the statements i saw that it, it basically said that there's no book or material that can help fathers with all their concerns and questions. Like there's not one thing, like you can go get this book or this book, but there's not one thing, which I would say that that is probably one of the more false statements I've ever heard because really the word of God is the official playbook. That That's actually my first point. The Bible is the official playbook to life and that includes fatherhood. Second um, Timothy 3, 16 and 17 tells us that all scripture is inspired by God It is useful to teach us what is true and to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. And and I will add that that includes fatherhood too. That is the one thing that I can say that has probably helped me more about being a father uh, than anything else is literally going to the word of God um, and being able to understand, being able to grab a hold of the, the Godly principles that, that is in the Bible. And we I talked about it earlier, you know looking at biblical figures, there's so many examples um, in the Bible around fatherhood. and, and we're going to touch on some of them, but just to give you a few, you have Abraham, you have Joseph who was Jesus's earthly, um father um you have um adam actually you know i I find that so interesting that you know many people don't look at adam um as a father figure but he was he was he was a father um to cain and abel and he was the first you know he had to deal with drama one of the first earthly dads and had to deal with drama in his family and so there's so many different examples but i would be remiss to um not kind of go into a little bit around, you know, well, how does this Bible, how does this playbook help us, um, to, to be, um, a father, how to be a dad. I mean, one of the things you can, you can, uh, read it in Proverbs 22, six, but it teaches us how to, the Bible will show us how to teach our children, um, shows us how to, how to give them what they need to be, um, instructed to, to live and how to be, and how to become adults and how to not only become adults, but be children and how to be, um, you know into what god wants us to be into our teaching and, and through that biblical teaching we're able to give that to our children uh first timothy five and eight will show us how to fully provide and talks about how to fully provide for our children and it doesn't mean financially it doesn't mean a roof over your head which i know that you know kind of that that mantra of fatherhood is I'm putting a roof over your head and I'm doing this, but that provision that we give children is so much more than that. It's it's spiritual, it's mental, it's physical. It's it's everything that we are able to provide out of ourselves to them. Um, even in Proverbs 13.24, we, we can learn how to provide structure and leadership, and that includes discipline. Um, I love Ephesians 6.4 when it says, you know, fathers do not provoke your children to anger by the way you treat them, Rather bring them up with the discipline and instruction that comes from the Lord. Um, that that is so key for us because we're able to leverage the Bible to show us how to discipline our children, to show us how to teach them, and give them that order and leadership they need um, in um, in their in their everyday life. And then, and and also go to Psalms one twenty three, Psalms one oh three, excuse me, thirteen. We can learn how to be compassionate fathers. I think that's probably one of the probably for me one of the hardest things to be because you know we're we're taught that as men we have to be this you know this this cold exterior this kind of vengeance being you know this is who we are we're this you know we don't go to your mom for compassion type of situation but that's so further from the truth because that's literally we can learn compassion through the bible we can learn how to be compassionate fathers, which is so key when you talk about not knowing how to raise a daughter. I can tell you from experience, having compassion and understanding is probably one of the one keys, one of the many keys to to raising a daughter and a son. But even though specifically with the daughter, that, that with a daughter, that is so, so important. Um, I really believe that the Bible um, it is our most comprehensive material that we can use Um, to help us navigate fatherhood. And the one key that 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 leads us to is we start to understand God. Um, And I know for me, it it was very um, difficult to accept God as a father and not as God. Um, And I know that sounds off, but when I look back at my earthly father, and that was my example of the word father, I equated father to bad. And so when I'm being told that God is a good father, how was I, I can't equate what good father is, or I couldn't at that time, because I assumed I, I associated God with God, not with a father, because everything in me knew father to be negative. And so not until I got into the word of God, not until I got literally deep into it. And I mean not just reading it, but just really applying it and living it that I was able to really understand and accept point two, which is the definition of father can be found in God, the real definition. And really when you think about God, you think about, you know, there's so many things we can say, God is this, God is this, God is that. But when it comes to father, when it comes to fatherhood, the one, one thing that God is for us and that we can be to our children is a father equals source. Um, you know, we are, um, God is our ultimate source of everything, um, knew us before we knew ourselves. He formed us. He created us. Um, God is our source of life, literally. And if you think about our earthly children, we are source of their life. We are, we are part of that. They are creation. They are our creation. They are made in our image. If you really think about it that way. And so when we understand how God is our source, we can then take that. Um, and, and really understand that definition of how he's with us. Um, another one is provision. We talked about that kind of providing, but really um, it, it goes a little bit deeper than just, again, providing that. Um, you know, one thing Jesus said, he uses reality to explain the goodness of God when he says, If you then, though you are evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your Father in heaven give good gifts to those who ask him? Um, there's this joy in being a provider. There's this joy in literally giving um, something to your children. I, and it's so funny that as I was getting ready to record this episode, um, literally right before my my daughter asked, "Can I go do something for her? Can I go get get something for her?" And in that moment it was like God just reminded me that, see take joy in that because my initial reaction was, oh, I'm about to do this thing or oh, I'm doing something for me, but God said, you get the opportunity to do something for her and go have joy in it. And so I did it and it was amazing. And and it was a little thing, but again, just those sometimes those little things go a long way um, in really understanding that provision. Um, Another one is a father equals correction. Um, And let's be honest, children don't like discipline. We didn't like it when we were children, but there's a there's a security that comes with knowing that your parents love you enough that they will correct when you do wrong. Um, and, and we know that the Lord does that for us. And we even see that in Hebrews 12:6. It says the Lord disciplines those he loves and he punishes everyone he accepts as a son. And that's not in a negative connotation, but we know that there, there's a there's a security that comes with being a father that we are providing security and not just security but also that correction and discipline that our children understand that it's not that i'm trying to ruin fun it's not that i'm trying to tell you what to do it's simply it's my job in that role as a father to give you correction to make sure you stay on the path and make sure your behavior doesn't lead to other things. And that's what we see with God and what we see with the word of God. And then lastly, probably one of the, just the most important above all, um, a father equals love. And, you know, when you think about it, being a parent, we we've received a small taste of how God feels um, as our father in heaven, because when we, you know, you think back to that moment, you see that child for the first time. And if that's something you've never experienced, if you're listening to this, and you're not a dad yet, let me tell you that the first time you see your newborn child, the first one, um, you need to let us know what you feel because there is nothing that 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 moment you see the birth of your child, um it, it, it's it's a love that really it doesn't matter what they do. That love is is something that it cannot literally it literally cannot be explained. And that's literally how God feels about us. That's how he, see when he sees us, when he knows that we're, when we step into this world because, or even the thought of him, the thought of us he has before we're born, that's how much he loves us. And, and really that that is how we as fathers should be with our children as well. Um, and really, you know, when we think about these these attributes of God or just what we do, you know, this is really you know i titled this message the the goat like this is father figures the goat like there is no other father figure that um that that is on that has ever existed that can give us and provide us with the complete comprehensive playbook to being a dad um and that really leads me to my third point in this is that our fatherhood should fall under the authority of god and think about that for a minute if we don't have if we don't have our relationship right with god um how can we um be effective fathers and this again something i had to learn is that the effectiveness of my fatherhood is connected to my relationship with god and and i i've done fatherhood without god before I've tried it, and it it it's tiresome, and it's frustrating, and it is not good at all. Um, but when you really connect your life to God, when you really start to understand um, who He is to you as a man, um, that starts to get into what you do as a parent, what you do as a father, and and really, I was I read this, I found this quote. Um in prep for this, and I want you to just kind of put this in there as food for thought. It says, the Christian father is really an instrument in God's hands. The whole process of instruction and discipline must be that which God commands and which he administers so that his authority should be brought into constant and immediate contact with the mind, heart, and conscious conscience of children. The human father should never present himself as the ultimate authority to determine truth and duty. It is only by making God the teacher and ruler on whose authority everything is done that the goals of education can be attained. And I'm telling you, all when I read that, that like, I mean, I I fell back in the chair, like, like for real, like that really just made me understand that. So my fatherhood is attached to God and everything that I do, everything that I do as a father, whether it's discipline, love, compassion, grace, all of those things should be inextricably tied to the word of God and how God would do it. So literally, I don't parent out of my own strength. I parent out of the strength of God. I parent out of the wisdom of God. I parent out of the understanding of God. And when I can do those things, that just makes me so much more effective, not only for me, but for my children, and it brings glory to God. And I, you know, when you think about that, um this is why it's so important for our first response, whether you have thoughts or concerns, fears about being a father, or you're already there and you don't know what to do, you gotta bring those to God. You have to cast those cares to him. And I wish I would've did that so much sooner. It would've saved me time, and it would've saved my kids some hurt and some confusion. Um, And I know my ability as a parent would have been greatly enhanced, greatly enhanced had I put God at the center of it sooner. Um, But when I started to understand God for myself and I accepted him as a father, I was able to now walk um, in a positive way, in a spiritual way. And when I parent my children, when I talk to them, I, I can do it using those tools, using those things to really step um, out of that and do, and do what I need to do as a father. And so I, I want to close this, this first week here. And like I said, we're we're going to get into so much more with this. Um, I, I really feel this, just the spirit of God on this whole series already. And I know it's going to be a blessing. It's already, I mean, it's blessing me as I'm going through it. Um, but the one thing I got is I got to go back to, and, and it's a question that I want to leave you with. Um, as we close, and this more so a question for the guys, whether you're a dad or not, or you wanna be, or you don't wanna be, um, what does your relationship with your earthly father look like? And that's the question I wanna close with, because I'm gonna tell you that for me, um, it, it wasn't a good picture, it wasn't. Um, and it really set the tone and the understanding that I had about being a father, it had me. It, it, it. On one hand, it inspired me to be better than what I saw, but on the other hand, it was such a discouragement, um, and 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 so much hatred built up in there that I couldn't readily accept God right away. And so, I, I want I, I say that question because I'm telling you right now that if you're if, if you fall in the bucket with me. It's it's a challenge sometimes to really accept God for who he is, because it doesn't matter how great your dad was or how terrible. I mean, I have people who I know their dads are amazing, and they exemplify everything that we just talked about around God. Uh, I know for me, it wasn't the case, but it doesn't matter how great or terrible your dad was, nothing compares to that relationship with your heavenly father. So if I could kick anything off with this series, um, it, it would be to to tell you just from guy to guy, man to man, that the relationship you have with God will ultimately impact and dictate your relationship with your children. And whether that's, you know, don't let your past dictate that relationship, let God do it. And God will also not only help you guide your parenting, but it'll help you deal with those hurts. Because I'm gonna tell you, there was a time that I had so much hate um, filled into my, in my heart for my father. Um, And and we don't talk today, um, but I can tell you that I'm past the hurt. I'm past the, 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 the hatred, because I wouldn't be sitting here telling you this um, if God hadn't came and arrested that thing and took that thing and, and wrapped his love around it because it literally took me years to accept God as a father um, and not just a father, but a good one, and one I could rely on. Um, so I want to just take a minute, and I'm going to just pray that that God just um, help men out here um, listen to this, and then when you share it, I just pray that that you're able to get in connection with, with your Heavenly Father, because I can tell you it will be life-changing um, in your manhood, in your fatherhood, if you're there or going to be there, um, that God will, that connection, that relationship you establish with God breaks down so many walls, so many issues, so many hurts that he's able to take it and walk with you and build you up and get you to the level of, of manhood that re that is required, um, to be a father. And I, I just pray that right now, I just pray, um, that, that, these men out here, Lord, have a connection with you. They have a relationship with you, Father God, that they're able to not only um, establish relationship with you, Father God, but they're able to give you things and cast their cares and cast their fears onto you and allow you to pour into them, allow you to fill them up, allow you to build them up and strengthen them and solidify them as men in your kingdom and fathers as well, Father God. And we just thank and praise you for their lives. And I just pray that this series continues um, to permeate through them, Father God, that you they hear you in this, not me, Father God, but they hear you. They hear everything that I've experienced through you um that made me a better parent that made me a better man that made me a better um everything Servant of yours father god and so i just know that this series is going to have that impact and i just pray that that you bring this series to the men who need to hear it father god that even if their wives are listening or their girlfriends are listening or their friends that they're able to share it father god and we just thank you um for that father god and whatever their relationship is with their past father um with their earthly father that they know that it doesn't no matter how bad it is, no matter how tough it was, Father, that you're bigger than that situation. Father, Is in your son's name we pray, amen. Man, I will tell y'all again, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for um, being with us and rolling with us during this, and, and I just know that um, this series is gonna be life-changing. It's gonna be one of the more, um, in, in uh, private ones that I've shared um, since starting this podcast and really just opening up my heart and my life uh, to you all. And so I just um, thank you um, for listening and, and sharing. And, and don't forget the survey on there, um, sharing your thoughts. And we're going to come back next week with a, a part two of Father Figures. And so thank y'all again for watching Vantage Point and listening to Vantage Point. We'll see y'all next Friday.